0: So, um, okay, welcome back to another episode of the Gross Domestic Podcast. We're your hosts, Grace and
1: Antonio. Um, and we
0: hate office chairs,
1: yeah, office furniture. Well, I don't know, there's some chairs I like, but we don't have to get into that because we have a lot on the docket today, <laughs> but, yeah. It's, I mean, how's your week been? First it's of all? okay, as I was telling you earlier, I've been in like, um like a like a depression hibernation where I just like have had no energy to move. But you call
0: it summertime sadness.
1: I yeah. My I my meant to quote a great American artist, uh, yeah, Lana Del Rey. The greatest
0: lyricists of the twenty first century up there with Kanye for sure.
1: Definitely. Um, yeah. How? Who
0: else's lyrics do you even listen to?
1: Hmm. Um, Lyrically, oh G- Gaga, Gaga. It's Pride Month. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pride Month. Um, yeah, we have all the all the gays' favorites represented in our trifecta: Gaga, Lana, and Kanye.
0: Isn't Charlie XCX also? Oh, she's out there for be...
1: sure. Du, Dua Lipa also is a new.
0: I saw that new James Charles looking like Dua Lipa.
1: I've not. Maybe oh, I know the one. Maybe it's just a meme. No, I know the one you're it's talking. It's really about. funny. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, that's funny. But um yeah, how are you doing? I'm. Work is stressful. Because there's a lot to do, but I got very good at not doing work when I'm not at work. So I feel better. But when I'm at work, I'm like, no thoughts. Like, I forgot I was coming here until I texted you. Because I suddenly remembered. Because I was trying to think about what I was going to cook for dinner. And then I was like, wait, it's Wednesday.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you don't have to cook dinner because we're feeding off of our um, intellect.
0: Yes. Um, Like in Death Note. um, (laughs) No, it's the opposite of what happens. That character in Death Note. who's like... It's the... It's L. He, like... Oh. He, like, constantly <laughs> eats sweets. Mm. But he's, like, really, like, nasty and gaunt and emo because yeah, his, Supposedly, his brain uses, like, so many calories doing all that smart thinking. Yeah. He's got a big-ass brain. I was... I, and he also goes not sleep. Can I be honest? That's cringe.
1: <laughs> really? That's, like, my... F- I was... <laughs> it's, like, it's funny that you mentioned that, though. I'm not gonna lie because, like, we saw it the other day while we were, like, looking for something to watch, and I was, like... Oh my god! I like have to rewatch. That oh, note. I think it's fun. I just it's that character oh. design
0: for me, like that oh, character him. concept
1: for me. I'm just like yeah, like sad. Don't you want? Don't
0: you like become like a, a kind of like a crypto fascist for a minute and want light to win?
1: Hmm. No. Is that crazy? No. Oh wait, Light is the the, the kid, like finds the protagonist. The oh no, I hated Elle.
0: L was so fucking
1: annoying. Yeah, he <laughs> was awful. I was like, you are thwarting this man at every single fucking juncture. Just let him eat.
0: whatever. And they gay bait all the the fangirls on DeviantArt by handcuffing yeah. them together for
1: like hot. Well, yeah. Well, happy Pride, everyone. Um, (laughs) This episode should go up on... What is the the day they do the thing here? Juneteenth? No. Sorry. (laughs) That's a topic of conversation for today. It is. We can talk about that. Oh, you know what I was actually thinking about today that I didn't bring up, but I was, like, very interesting? Was that, like, I bet every corporation in America is, like, letting out, like, a big sigh of relief right now. Because they don't have to manage the dual crisis of BLM and... The Alphabet Mafia. Oh. Because it's like last year we had all the protests and they were like, well, how do we like, how do we talk? But now they have yeah. one flag together, the stripes with the triangle yeah. in the middle. Interesting how that came about.
0: They, this is why, okay, you brought up earlier the study of flags. Vexillology. Okay, I and I dismissed it. I was like, there aren't enough flags to study them. I was wrong, first of all. And also point two. I'm thinking about every flag that doesn't belong to the two hundred and something countries that exist. There are state flags. There are, yeah, flags for like old inbred British aristocrats. Yeah. there, there are, are like decommissioned flags. Yes. Okay, it's interesting. Nazis. It's, it's it's there's the Nazi flag. There's yeah. a Confederate flag. Flags are actually important. I apologize for being yeah. like, who studies flags?
1: <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, it is. It is a realm of study. Um, thoughts on. On Juneteenth. We can kick it off with that. I think it's... When you brought up earlier, like, they didn't know that, like,
0: the slaves had been freed for, like, two years after it happened. Yeah. I was like, dude... I mean, the origin of the holiday, if we want to pull it up, I don't... I don't want to
1: be wrong We can do some Wikipedia. No, it's right, because they were emancipated. It was, like, a group of slaves in Texas who hadn't known they were emancipated. Correct.
0: Okay. I just... I hate when, like, I say something and I hear this again and I'm like, oh, oh, you missed a year. Um, And... They got so happy. They a holiday started, and then it spread everywhere, and it became a holiday to celebrate the end of slavery, and also it feels like a little celebration of the end of the Confederacy.
1: Definitely, nice know, fuck
0: you. Yeah, uh, like way better than last year. Last year. Juneteenth? Do you remember the fireworks in New York on Juneteenth last year? Yeah, very
1: fun. And then, like, terrorism levels of noise. I was convinced it was a psyop. I was convinced they were, like, trying. Because, like, BLM, well, because mm-hmm. the George BLM's Floyd protests right had yeah. been, like, popping off already. And then I was also reading a lot of stuff on Twitter that was, like, we just, like, found this box of, like, industrial-grade fireworks there were in our neighborhood.
0: loads of them yeah. everywhere. Like, you could actually spot them. It was yeah. the same time that people were finding like random piles of bricks nowhere yeah. <laughs> near construction sites in New York to like get people to start like rioting and looting. Yeah. To make the movement look worse and also to arrest them. But funny how that works. They were literally like planting them and police weren't enforcing, neither was like three one one when you call noise control, they weren't responding. So people would like at one point people a bunch of like this is, like, totally, like, bitches in, like, Park Slope and Carroll Gardens. And, like, yeah. this is, like, them. And, like, Dumbo, like, got in. A bunch of people drove to de Blasio's house.
1: And oh, they honked. have cars. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, like, they have know,
0: cars. And they honked all night. And then, like, a week later, they started enforcing the, like, the noise
1: Curious. regulations or whatever. It really felt like a war zone, honestly. I'm not going to lie. because The also, amount of noise was yeah. I was in the East Village at the time, and it was like literally like helicopters, like 24 7. There were at least like five in the sky. And I was like, I can't sleep. That's what (laughs) I'm
0: trying to convey when we're talking about this. It was the sound level. Yeah. It was, there was one day when when I and a couple neighbors were playing Dungeons and Dragons on our roof, and it was literally not even dark yet.
1: Mm hmm. It was like 8 p.m. dispatched.
0: And a firework went off, like in our intersection. And came up to us like a fucking 4D ride at Disneyland. Awesome. It was, like, I was like, this is how you, like, get, like, a horrific, like, burn scar. You know and, like, <laughs> yeah. It was so crazy because they shot it off in the street. It didn't actually, like, go up that high. And it was, like, at an angle. It was,
1: hmm. Which brings me back to Gaza. <laughs> oh interesting if
0: that was like I mean, there's a lot more to juneteenth than that but last juneteenth yeah. in new york was nuts and like i feel like already it it's was like left very mind.
1: fun yeah i think now because it's been like assimilated into like a lot of like corporate circles like most people i know have juneteenth off now
0: i i won't i need to know if i will i don't even know i feel I'm like
1: trying. it's like a little bit like pacified as like as this sort of like um not rebellious but just like Counter, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like a celebration or this, oh, like, yes. it's just been neutralized. It's a
0: bit like the Fourth of July. I mean, the Fourth of July was. The Founding Fathers were crazy. They were, yeah. like, tax evading libertarian, like, junkies. They're throwing a tea in the harbor. I know, and they were, like, and Thomas Jefferson. They were all, like,
1: Being little rascals. Anytime the
0: government doesn't represent its people, the people have the right to revolt and overthrow the government. They literally thought that.
1: Yeah, and well, look at us today. Because now, this is a statist. Peacefully protesting, <laughs> being uh, corralled like sheep oh by God, the know. police if, officers. you if you're not getting
0: arrested while protesting, like, you're not protesting. Hmm. Well, let me, like, say this. Let me say it differently. If you're getting no pushback whatsoever while protesting... You're not getting in anyone's way. You're not doing anything to, like, change the status quo. you just, like, get optics.
1: Yeah. Which, I mean, I tend to agree with you. I think that... Um, I don't know. And, I mean, also, like, living here and, like, seeing all the protests that happened, like, pre... Like, the Trump ones, the Women's March. Like, it's so heavily policed. And it's, like, they you have to the have permits you have to have set corrals. like a predefined yeah a route and they put up all those corrals and they block off the streets it's like i've struggled to see that as like meaningful protest. meaningful Start-up. protest and also i'm like i'm sorry like we have a right to like freedom of assembly but it like on your terms like it has to be like sanctioned and yeah. permitted and you have like, a right to march on a sidewalk if you march into a street you need a permit Awesome. That's not <laughs> that makes perfect sense to me.
0: How is the government that like tried to grab um, that tr- that put a gag order on the New York Times after the New York Times found out that both the Trump and Biden administration had been trying to like covertly like get access to their email or call logs? Yeah, and then the New York Times found out and the Biden administration put a gag order on them that expired like a week ago. How that doesn't sound like freedom of speech to me. That sounds like what we accuse China and Russia of doing.
1: Mm. But actually, mm. it's all <laughs> the same. Mm. It's all the same. It's all always the same. I mean, I think that's one of the brilliant things about capitalism is that it just produces like homogeneity. I think about that a lot with like <laughs> contemporary fashion because it like looks so, like the avant basic aesthetic, like the Tyler McGilvery girls, like. It oh, looks, God. like, really interesting and different, but then it's also, like, produced by Instagram, and then, like, everyone on the street, like, also bought this, like, Shein dress. I was literally gonna say Sheehan Or how, House of Sunny, for being, like, really specific, Ooh. like, and then everyone looks the same. And functions the same, which is happening more and more all over the world, I think, too, is like especially like like developing countries become like properly developed and are like I mean, not by the G seven standards apparently, but are becoming oh, advanced know. economies.
0: China is not an advanced economy
1: according yeah, I'm to like G seven. Curious. Like what... Yeah, should should we should we get into it? Yeah, we were trying okay. to get into the G seven
0: <laughs> all night, but it's and we've been trying. Yeah. Like what is the g7
1: okay so i was trying to
0: read about what actually went down what actually happened but maybe i'm just not on the right news sources it was very difficult to actually ascertain what happened and what was discussed besides like okay we didn't get enough money to like fully like we didn't meet our climate mon- money goals
1: yeah china wasn't invited very we don't have russia dream. here anymore wait britain's on shaky ground or some shit like that i don't even know what, like what <laughs> no clue but we did some quick Googling, and we have a definition provided to us by the BBC News. Um, so for those, mm, I definitely, like, heard of it, but not, like, formally defined in any way, um, the G7, or <laughs> the Group of Seven, is an organization of the world's seven largest so-called, sorry, I was like, do they really write that? So-called advanced economies. Um, Which include Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, UK, and the United States. Can I say something interesting? Yes. Back to um,
0: Love of My Life, Mark Fisher. Yeah. He had this whole thing on his, like, blog. I've just been reading his blog because, like, when I'm in a bad mood, it makes me feel better because I know that he was also in a really bad mood most of his life. Um, but it's it's hard being so smart. I know <laughs> the burden.
1: <laughs> the burden of being um, a private intellectual.
0: <laughs> but he was talking about how, like, anyway. in like the seventies and eighties, the BBC was putting out incredibly avant-garde programming, especially considering it was public programming. John Burke, like, they would exactly John <laughs> Burke oh, ways of seeing. They always had all these like fun like panel talks. They oh. had fucking Gilbert and George. That stupid ass like Marina Abramovich before she was a thing like who's the other one We like Adam Curtis they like they were the BBC was has been a really fascinating cultural force and you can find a lot of what they used to put out on YouTube now they're kind of not but I liberal. see like, the so-called like, I like I so-called it. I like that there's got to be like a strain of something interesting there it was like a lot of like working class reporters working in like basically the public sector of news yeah. in the UK it was kind of cool respect respect as I say I miss it um,
1: it's
0: not worth seeing <laughs> Yeah. They did Um, give us planet Earth. Sorry. Okay, I'll uh, stop talking. They gave
1: us David Attenborough. Um, But yeah, okay. So I think I said Germany earlier, but it's Germany. Anyway, um, China, curiously enough, um, has never been a member, despite its large economy and having the world's biggest population.
0: I think India should be in it.
1: I was thinking that earlier when we were reading this. I was like, why is India? Why, Why do we not have the G9? They're like, oh, look at the poors. Yeah. Look at the global proletariat. I would love a G6. <laughs> I would love like a G6 summit. Um, anyway. Yeah. No, I think it's curious. I mean, it, it makes total sense to me when you're thinking of like, I don't know, like post, I don't know, post imperialism. Where are we at now? Like, um, but to like intentionally not include specific countries. because it's like
0: Russia was kicked out when it invaded Crimea in 2014.
1: Yeah. As
0: we learned recently. Yeah. (laughs) As we learned. We're learning. We're learning. You should always learn. Don't be ashamed to ever Google something or find out if you have a question. Just find out. But, um... Yeah, now that Russia was kicked out, they're never gonna let China in because this is just, like, the new NATO. They're just, like, gonna, like, find a way to antagonize... I mean... They're going to find a way to antagonize the East. It's mm. like, like I, I, had, I I ran a Facebook meme meme group called Cold War II in college with a couple friends. We're totally in Cold War Two. I, I mean, I doubt the first Cold War ended, but I think for the sake of nomenclature, after 9-11, it's not Cold War One. it's Cold War Two. Right. In my head, because like, you know, na- like well, national security breaking point. changes, yeah. like our relationship to the Middle East goes from like the movie Far... Argo? Argo. Argo. Or <laughs> no, no. Not Fargo. Argo. It's what is sort of Fargo? Little. Fargo is like, in, Fargo's it's a like film. that movie in Michigan where like you see Steve Buscemi's ass. Oh, word. Okay. Um, <laughs> all I remember. but um, <laughs> The important parts. A uh, reason to antagonize the East, you know. It's funny that the US is obsessed with like the fall of the Berlin Wall as like the triumph of capitalism. But like, what? Are, what's the whole Mexico border situation if not a wall?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think now in, in terms of like Cold War two, like aesthetics and operations, I feel like there are new, I don't know who uses this term, but like frontiers of power. And I don't Ooh. think they're like, I don't think they're physical anymore, which is not like a, a new or like not, like it's it not like, a hot take. It's like a server. Yeah. Well, I mean, we server. literally have, I don't know if it, I don't know like what like the theorizing is around this. I did like a little bit of like poking on the internet one day about like two internets where it's like effectively we have like western internet and then china has its own internet and i don't know increasingly in the future we'll encounter things like more intense i think we are experiencing bouts of it now but more intense like cyber warfare um i mean there was a I want to say, like, four, five months ago, there was a huge, like, yeah.
0: le- like huge YouTube was data down. breach. Yes. <laughs> there was a huge data breach of the Pentagon. Yeah. Huge. That got, Wait. like, almost no coverage. And that, like, vanished after a week. But I'm like, that, that, that is...
1: My conspiracy <laughs> theory about this is that, like, YouTube was down. So I think Google was, like, cued into, like, whatever was happening and was just, like, pull the plug. Delete,
0: delete, delete, delete. I think
1: they were just, like, pull the plug. Because it's, like, easier to protect the system, I feel, if it's, like, offline. And then... But no one ever could explain why, like... Or, I don't know, to my limited Googling at the time, no one could ever explain, like, why things were down. you
0: have been on downdetector.net. No. Like, a website you like isn't working, so you go to downdetector.net to see if anyone else is complaining about
1: it. Oh, word. I usually just Google it.
0: I think they probably have, like, a lot of really fun data about, like... I think if you went through downdetector.net's, like, history, just, like, their log, their backlog, mm-hmm. and, like, saw, like, right. looked at, like, events after the, d- d- like, the invention of the dot-com, like, global events, <laughs> and, like, which websites were down, I think yeah. that'd be a really fun, like, thing to I That look. would
1: be a really cool project. Very telling, I bet. Yes. Yeah. Also.
0: Or, like, which sites were getting high traffic at the time, it also will, it also will track that.
1: I think, mm. I think. Like, Interesting.
0: Yeah. Well. Like archive.org. That's a fun one.
1: Yeah. That's a classic. Wayback Machine.
0: Wayback Machine.
1: Also awesome. Um, Whoa, oh, a
0: helicopter.
1: Speaking of was, which.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I was
0: sitting on my roof last night. Yeah. And I, Don't worry. It's, it's not a fancy patio roof. It's there's like raccoons that crawl out of the chimneys at night. I've sent you
1: photos. (laughs) um, They're very cute.
0: They're so cute. They're like a cat rat. Yeah. But um, I was looking at Manhattan, and there was tons of helicopters. Like at Mm. any point in the night, I could count five. Interesting. And then New Jersey started shooting off fireworks. Oh, we heard that. To celebrate, yes, it was. I could hear it like. Whoa. To celebrate um, New York getting a seventy percent vaccine rate.
1: Oh, that's what that was. It was so weird. Yeah, because we heard that here, and we... There's a lot of construction in this area, so I was like, maybe it's That's just my that. That's what was
0: saying. She was like, that can't be a garbage truck.
1: Yeah, I know, but I was like, it was so, like, repetitive and whatever. Um, I mean, congrats. I'm sorry, I totally, like, derailed what you were going to say. No, I wasn't I wasn't saying anything. Um, the G7? The G7. They're not allowing Eastern countries in, which is curious. I mean, let's talk about Western hegemony while we're at it. Um... Like, that thing they always say about, like, the
0: Congo being one of the wealthiest countries in terms of, like, natural resources, yet everyone there being, like, pardon my French, but shit poor.
1: Well, why isn't there a, um, a cow... Oh, also, okay, to that point, um, why is, like, I don't... I struggle to really comprehend, like, why China isn't allowed in, because, like, they have, like, a large... A vast portion of their population is, like, living in poverty, which I, I guess does not allow them to qualify as, like, an advanced economy. But I'm like, the U.S.? Like, there's, we're, like, a ton of people in the U.S. without healthcare. Yeah. I'm like, are we really... Oh, no, we're, uh, we're an advanced economy? Did you
0: see what... Let me... Oh, my God, my colleague once, to, once told... she's she's born in France and moved here for college, to the U.S. for college. And she was telling me about what an effect Hurricane Katrina had on French people's perception this is just from her, okay? Maybe most French people didn't feel this way, but this is just her take. Everyone was shocked that, like, a country that appears to be so wealthy had so many people, it was just not even unable to take care of, but refusing to take care of yeah. in the wake of a crisis. And the one of the biggest shocks was the absolute failure of infrastructure, the inability mm. of anyone to mitigate any of the damage. Yeah. Just what happened to Louisiana, especially. It was, like, shocking, especially because, like, when, like, other countries think of the U.S., New Orleans definitely comes into their mind. Yeah. And it was just, I mean... It's a tier two city. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's up there in terms of, like, major U.S. cities. But it
0: was, like, the U.S. actually cannot take care of its people. And there's—and it was, like, the moment where a lot of people, in, in her experience, realized that the U.S. is not actually a rich country. And the American dream isn't, like... There's, like, a ton of people mm. living at or below the poverty line, especially... I mean, not... I shouldn't say especially in urban centers because you have people, like, in the suburbs with so much debt. Yeah. Who, like, you know...
1: My thing, too, I think just, like, more broadly is, like, when we're thinking of, like, an advanced economy, I'm, like, I would expect that economy to, like, produce something. (laughs) I'd love you or I to brainstorm one thing the United States produces... (laughs) <laughs> i mean the grammys yeah um i mean i don't know obesity um that's our biggest uh domestic product
0: oh uh, what do we leave the world in
1: i think we're number two in obesity right now
0: number one in like incarceration cancer rates cool um rates of heart disease um military spending
1: that's what we're like one or
0: two with greenhouse emissions right yeah
1: But, I mean, that's what I'm saying, though, is, like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of, like, production, at least within the U.S., has been relegated to this, like, immaterial realm of, like, we produce data, data, we produce, like, um, I don't know, like, platforms, platform capitalism, finance, high finance, which is, like, fundamentally, like, immaterial. Absolutely. With one one solar flare could just... Just eh. wipe us out. Dude, that's starting... That's I don't know. There's a lot in the news. I was, like, you know, a browsing. A flare went by us,
0: like, I- a couple month, Like, a month ago or something that could have just
1: wiped us out the whole grid gone also oh, fun. i think we've talked about this but like the US's is like infrastructure was built what in like the 40s and 50s like are like f- the physical infrastructure yes. like roads like telecom networks like all of that is like over like 70 years old now and i think it had like a lifespan of like 30 or 40 years and we saw that with how <clears throat> exactly that and was. it's like oh. Oh, no. I mean, it's just like running at maximum capacity, especially our electrical grid is mm-hmm. like running at like maximum capacity 24-7. To
0: your point, Texas, after freezing the fuck, after Texas yeah. froze the fuck over in this yeah. past winter, Texas, or like it was really like kind of almost spring, yeah. winter, spring. Texas is now, its grid is once again under strain because of a heat wave.
1: I just, read- <laughs> I just read about this the other day. 40 million people in the western united states are now in like an extreme heat warning or wave mm-hmm. or something because i mean they're all in like triple digit like numbers mm-hmm. now which i'm like uh we I lived mean, it also yeah we've been there we we, we oof. i just think like i don't know i think a lot of people are like especially i think the media like really like encourages this narrative of how like I don't know, like, cataclysmic climate change will be. I really... I don't know. I tend to, like, disagree with that almost because I feel like it will be quite literally, like, a slow burn.
0: It's gonna be, um, like, a... We're gonna be eased into accepting symptoms of climate change, I think. But also, I think that the parts that will feel cataclysmic will be like serious natural disasters like the fires in Australia or California yeah or like major hurricanes because like what we're seeing isn't like everywhere gets warmer warm places get warmer when it's warm and yeah when it's cold it gets a lot colder and like climate change doesn't just mean getting warmer yeah. climate change also means all weather patterns become more extreme because like the whole atmosphere is just like yeah, vibing, literally vibrating more. more. It's vibing more. I think, well, yeah, and that... And there's just, more water that's not frozen. Yeah. Water that's not frozen likes to do things.
1: Yeah, it likes to move around our um, planetary system. That's, like, um, I was reading that one book in college, like, um, Timothy Morton, Hyper Objects. Ooh. And, like, he uses, like, climate change as, like, an example of a hyper object, oh. because it's, like, it's a hyper object i think i mean we can look at the wikipedia for like how this is defined it's just like so big in scale that like we cannot like comprehend it like in its totality and what we see i think on like a smaller scale as like in new york especially like an unseasonably warm day where it's like the winter and it's 60 degrees it's a beautiful day but in when you take Kind of a step back you zoom out and you look at the entire like global february. climate system <laughs> yeah you're like it's february and it's like 75 degrees when you look at that in like the sort of scale of like the entire like global climate system it's like actually really disturbing but on that one day we all put on our shorts and we go outside and sit in the sun <laughs> yes. the i also like working. it's raining so much here It is raining so much, which also climate change. I mean, we have, like, more humid, like, tropic. And it
0: starts on the turn of a dime. Yeah. Like, I'll get home and it's sunny, and I'll finish cooking dinner, and there's a thunderstorm happening.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, again, I think it'll be, like, a a really slow, disparate... um, I mean, like, climate change, it's, like,
0: we get to, like, what, 2050, 2030? Yeah. And we no longer have... The capacity to fix what we did. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, that's, like, the point of no return. That's not the point of collapse. The point of collapse is, like, the year 2150 for me. Like, Mm. I'll be
1: dead. Not to
0: be, like, a doomer and not to be, like, it's not my responsibility.
1: Interesting. But, like,
0: like, a point of collapse is, like, we're gonna keep adapting because,
1: I mean, we've kept adapting to a lot of, like, really, like, dumb shit things we've done to ourselves. Yeah. I feel like, a lot... I don't know. I think those, like, definitions of, like, X years are, like, la- you know how they have that climate clock and, like, they uh, Union Square? Also. Yeah, yeah. of course, they keep moving it because no one wants to accept the reality. Wow. But, okay, there's a few things here. One, I think, like, that sort of arbitrary timestamp of, like, we have X years to, like, stop, like, total, like, global climate catastrophe... I I do think it's arbitrary precisely because I think a lot of what we're experiencing today, not a climate scientist here, but I think a lot of what we're experiencing today is like, like from the industrial revolution onward. Oh yeah. Like, Oh my God. And I think anything we can do today will mitigate really adverse effects. Like a hundred years from now. I agree with, I think if we stopped like all like, i don't know we got really invested D-wise. in like carbon sequestration and like we stopped driving cars if that happened all today i don't think our reality in the next 30 50 100 years would change significantly just
0: based off of like
1: and I'm, again not a climate scientist it's just my uh <laughs> when
0: they look at climate projections they're like they're not really like oh if we have this much carbon this year this will happen this year it's yeah like, they, they project over really long periods of time. Yeah.
1: Well, also, I think the interesting thing, too, is, like, it's, like, every year, they're like, oh, my God, our models were not correct. Like, it's worse than we thought it was. Hard,
0: harder, somehow, than meteorology.
1: <laughs> yeah. I wonder why. Um, I mean, it's a much bigger scale, I think. It's, like, harder to use a computer model to... No,
0: oh, that's totally true. Also, there, evidently, there is no... There is not enough profit incentive. Oh, my God, yeah. The, back to the G7, there is not enough profit incentive for the largest capitalist nations who pretend to be democracies in the world to get enough money together to adequately address climate change and to help developing countries face the effects of climate change. Which is insane because the majority of like greenhouse emissions and the reason they happen, the majority of environmental pollution and the reason it happens, the majority of like consumer goods that need like a rare earth metal from the Congo that kills gorillas... The majority of people consuming that and like needing that stuff are Western, I mean, Western and like major quote developed unquote economies. Yeah. And like, pe- basically, like the global wealthy and the global lucky ones um, get to like live the spoils of destroying the environment on the backs of the proverbial global proletariat.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then when the cl- when climate change hits, it's the global proletariat who'll suffer for something they didn't really do like yeah it, it's like like the actions of the united states and like western europe in particular are like such a driving factor in how climate change is affecting the world and yet these are the countries who will shore themselves up and suffer the least unless you're poor in those countries yeah and even then, if you look at, like, the carbon footprint of a wealthy person, it's so much bigger than a poor person's
1: carbon footprint. Yeah. We've never taken private planes on this no, podcast. No, we have So, rest assured that we are saving the environment from coach.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I have mean, I've been, I've, I've literally not seen my mom in two years.
1: Yeah, I mean, same, basically, which is cool. Um, I'm doing everything I can to stop climate change right now. Yeah. We're suffering for (laughs) glass. I'm buying Everlane. I'm buying...
0: (laughs) (laughs) This can of beer is made of aluminum, which is 100% recyclable. Yeah,
1: and it's going... Well, it can't even go to China anymore. No, it can't. China
0: doesn't buy a trash anymore.
1: So who knows where that's going? I mean, yeah, I think the most deeply disgusting thing about it all is that, like, marketing-wise, we've, like, found a way to, like... Promote sustainability, environmentalism, etc cetera, et cetera. To turn
0: sustainability into a reason to buy more.
1: Yeah, exactly. The most
0: sustainable thing is the one you already own.
1: Yeah, the most sustainable thing is to also not buy anything at don't all. Consume. To not or consume. Don't
0: practice refusal. Yeah. Stop participating.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, should we take a break? Sure. Okay. Back to we'll G seven later. Brb. Like a G seven. Like a G7, that'll be the episode title.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fly like a G7. And we're back. You were saying something about the the G7 and just like their approach to like global health.
1: Yeah, we're back. So one of the major topics of conversation at this year's G7, as I just learned, um, is like a COVID recovery. And I think something along the lines of like building like a global healthcare system that can protect people from future pandemics and like what I was telling you is essentially that like I think now that they've seen the success of COVID in some capacity at being able to like obfuscate or obscure a lot of other issues e.g. our like crumbling financial system to reiterate something you said earlier like we were
0: heading for a crash and COVID's going to be the convenient excuse and scapegoat this is quoting Antonio, yeah. to cover all the shit that happened because of a crash caused by like rampant global capitalism, whether you want to call it neoliberal or late stage.
1: So I think we'll only, unfortunately, see more incidents like this going forward that become... It fits into the disaster
0: capitalism issue.
1: Exactly. Like,
0: yeah. it's literally like one problem after another, capitalism is supposed to be the solution, and it's just kind of...
1: Right. Well, because I think, like, capitalism can't even, like, sort of solve its own internal... Sorry,
0: can I say something funny?
1: ...contradictions. Yeah. What's happening? This is
0: embarrassing. I did my taxes yesterday. I'm, like, a month and a half late. Okay. I was just so lazy, and I knew I wouldn't get as much back because I didn't really make student loan payments during the pandemic. Um, and I just got an ad in my inbox, my email inbox, for a bank I've never interacted with.
1: Oh. The power of big data. I did the free I did
0: the <laughs> free H and R block and cool. I didn't sign up for any emails. The free version, which is so hard to find, which they make so hard to find on purpose. Yeah, but that's I, why that's it's, that's connected. That is connected.
1: It's free simply by fact of You give them your You email give email. them your data you give them your email probably to sell and put you on the I think serves. that's literally what it is. And then they say, Oh, this person like filed their taxes for free. Let's market more financial service products to them.
0: And I'm like sweeting. <laughs>
1: Which, again, I mean, I don't know. We saw it with 2008. We're probably seeing it again now is all of these, like, fictitious, like, financial bubbles that they're, like, building up and, like...
0: They want to trade debt.
1: Yeah. Trading debt. Again, I think we talked about this on the Mm -hmm. last episode. The most insane thing to me. I don't know. Regardless. It's, like, I think we'll only... Insofar as, like, it was successful this time at eschewing... The underlying problem, I'm not a COVID denier. I think it's, like, a real disease that has, like, deleterious effects on human health. But, like, insofar as it was successful as eschewing the underlying, like, problem, which mm-hmm. is our, like, really insane financial system yeah. that is, like, totally unsustainable, I think we'll just see more of it going forward.
0: I agree. I think, like, a person like, yeah, COVID happened, but you're, you're crazy if you don't think that every especially, like, large statist nation isn't literally doing everything they can to leverage COVID into a reason to expand like state power or exactly. corporate power, which as we discussed in the last episode, aren't really to use your term separate there. The state is an interface for like how mega corporations want things to run. And, but like the question of disaster capitalism and COVID is like, it's what we're seeing.
1: Yeah. We're seeing it play out, which is cool. I don't know. It's an interesting phenomenon to, like, observe, Mm -hmm. um, sort of, especially, and, like, again, we talked about this on the last episode, so I won't, like, you know, linger on it too long. But it's, like, we were paranoid about it, Mm -hmm. which I think is legitimate and real. And it also, at the same time, though, I think is a testament to the power that this, like, narrative has at, like, again, like, obfuscating. Mm -hmm the real issues at hand, which again, like are not addressed. And like, I know we talked about this earlier when we were thinking about the G7, which mm-hmm. was like the great reset. And we don't have a lot to say on that, but like, I think a lot of that is aimed at like a, a post COVID recovery, like a Agreed. like vision of the future of like economic prosperity and like being able to, I don't know.
0: There's definitely like, I mean, one of the biggest issues I think we saw with COVID is and this ties into the issue of like trying to guarantee economic prosperity and rebuild the economy. Like, a lot of people realize that the economy doesn't serve them, and that like yeah. employment has, in the especially in like Western countries and a place like the U.S. with no social safety net, literally it might as well be zero. There has always been precarious employment. Yeah. And it was, like, constantly kind of, like, a rotating door of precarious employment mm-hmm. for people, so it didn't seem, like, it was very easy to put it off on, like, oh, this individual is, like, a welfare queen or something. Yeah. But when it happens to everybody... Yeah. When suddenly everyone has financial worries, and everyone is, I mean, like, everyone who's, like, everyone who I care about is, like, nervous about this, like, I don't fucking care if, like, some millionaire are not nervous. Um, suddenly, like... The issue of precarious employment, like, at the moment, there's, like, a lot of push, like, oh, my God, this is, like, a systemic issue. Mm-hmm. And months out, it turns into, oh, this is an issue that COVID caused, we're gonna try to fix it. I think that re- what was really funny was all, and it's still happening, like, like especially, like, service industry workers quitting. Yeah. Just mass quitting, and the fact that, like, places like Taco Bell and McDonald's can't find employees. Yeah.
1: I saw this harrowing headline the other day that was, like, Amazon, like, actually, like, burns through employees so fast that, like, there may not be, like, a large enough supply of labor to meet Amazon's demand for workers, which is perfect because then, I mean, they're already planting the seeds for, like, automation. Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, That's what Uber wants to do. I'm I'm convinced because I'm like, Uber's not profitable.
1: Yeah, it never has It's profitable to own
0: shares because people speculate that it'll one day be profitable, which raises the cost of a share, but the company itself, the meat and bones, isn't making money. They're subsidizing through investments like... The cost of rides. That's why the cost of lifts and Ubers is going up all over the place. And same with Seamless. And so they are Uber gathering eats. Uber Eats, yeah, Postmates. They're gathering so much data though on these drivers, on the passengers too. Yeah, that they're like, well, one day we'll be able to automate this, and when self-driving cars happen, we're going to be there.
1: Yeah. Precisely, no, and something. I mean, to like take kind of a step back. The biggest cost is the driver. What you mentioned, um, one about your taxes like mm-hmm. being relevant, and two about most people not seeing any sort of like social safety. Like you support. don't see the economy. Most oh. people, I think, don't see the economy working in their favor in any capacity. I just think it's, like, yeah, like, I understand why people have so many qualms with, like, paying taxes. Because, like, I don't know, we're shouldering the burden of all these, like, global corporations. I totally hate why
0: Americans hate paying taxes. Like, if my taxes went to, like, giving, like, multi-billion dollar corporations bailouts and saving capital management (laughs) firms and banks and subsidizing Jeff (laughs) Bezos', like, stupid fucking, like, I can't think of a mean enough word to say about its dumbass space program. And, like bombing Syrians and like supporting like Israeli apartheid I would also hate paying taxes and yeah. I kind of do in the US even though like literally ideologically I am totally like yes we should all pool resources together if it's money mm-hmm. in a state situation that like makes sure that every person lives with dignity that would be great and yet what what do my ta- like the roads aren't even that good yeah. Public, I mean New York City, New York State tax. I'm like, I'm sorry, but like the Metro is falling apart. It looks like it's the '70s, and I'm paying for this, and I still have to buy a Metro card.
1: Yeah, are you joking? Ridiculous. Off the turnstile. Yeah,
0: I would turn. I turn blind eyes.
1: Can I open oh, that door. Backward. I walk I, out that thing. I open that door and I pull it as far open as, as I can because I'm like, run in, go, yeah.
0: I literally, I get a like an unlimited card. Like I have an
1: a, unlimited <laughs> I get,
0: at work. I get like the ones that are like pre income tax, medical yeah. cards, like yeah, like yeah, yeah, out of your paycheck. And I literally, like, I'm like, I will just swipe like randos in, like for funsies, if they're about to swipe, I'll be like, here, yeah. And why not, Good Samaritan?
1: Yeah. Not as
0: many people on the subway. <laughs> we're at, like, half capacity, and it's already shit. Yeah. What's going to happen, like, post-COVID when everyone
1: Return. I don't know if we're they? returning to work, honestly. I mean, a lot... I think, like, vast Service sectors...
0: workers, front-facing employees.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking... Yeah. I'm thinking, like... But a lot... I don't know what, like, the breakdown is in New York, okay. but I think a lot of the, like... Knowledge workers, like soft, sort of industries, like no one's ever going back into an office. And even if they do, it'll be like intermittent. And sure like
0: companies aren't even renting like full capacity office yeah. spaces anymore. It's well, more.
1: what was it like? Pinterest, like they had space, I think, in the Salesforce Tower in San Francisco, and paid like, like I don't know, like a hundreds gorgeous. of millions of dollars to like get out of the contract because it was yes. cheaper than continuing to rent like a shit ton of office space that they had. Absolutely no use for. Yeah. I also think, like, when I, I'm talking about these, like, fictitious asset bubbles, I think, like, debt is certainly one. But another one that, like, is really interesting to me, real I estate? think, will be the commercial real estate bubble.
0: Absolutely.
1: Commercial it's and, like, luxury real estate. Up.
0: Very hard to prop it up. I was, Yeah. my video about that drone sculpture on the High Line in Chelsea, I've already, I said this already, but I'll briefly reiterate the sculpture is only there in a public park because the public park is only there to raise the cost of real estate in that area. Right. And, like, to lower property tax in that it's, like, a public space that your buildings are sharing space with. It's, like, a... There's, like, a whole tax deduction scheme with, like, how that works. And I'm just, like, literally, like... It's just, like, an artificial... an artificial boost in this real estate that no one wants.
1: Yeah. Well, and a majority of the real estate in that area which is, like, meatpacking I think also has, like, a like. well, I just think it has, like, a largely financial function where it's, like...
0: You can trade real estate the way you can trade debt.
1: Yeah. Where it's, like, I'm like a Russian oligarch. I'm like Saudi oil money, whatever. I need
0: assets that I can trade yeah. instead of liquid money because assets like wealth and capital, like like capital gains are not taxed.
1: Yeah. And it's profitable. I mean, you pay
0: property tax. Yeah. But you don't pay you don't pay income tax, and that's what's important, like
1: Yeah. Which also, I mean in the grand scheme of things, I think is like gr- like grossly profitable to the United States
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. as an advanced economy. So it's like sanctioned by the state that yes. like real estate ventures, development ventures like this can even exist.
0: I was walking around that area, Hudson Yards, today actually.
1: My favorite my favorite part of Manhattan, I honestly. I was like in a
0: bad mood at lunch, so I went to the
1: mall. You want to talk about capitalist realism? Yards. Go to Hudson Yards. Dude, it's
0: one, they now have seating and bench options in the mall. The first time we went I remember, it was like Right when it opened. Yeah. You and I went and there were no benches in the mall. There was nowhere to sit. You could only walk through. Yeah. You can't linger. You have to go into a store. Now there's like benches and tables everywhere and there's like randos like eating their lunch and it literally feels like a suburban shopping mall. Like a like a like a like, like a, a dying
1: su- mall. Yes. Yeah,
0: like a dying mall. With a Cartier and a Fendi and a a
1: Dior and a Nordstrom and a like a yeah
0: buy your hundred thousand dollar watch here while someone like while someone on their lunch break eats halal and the like by the escalator
1: yeah it's so weird it's a really truly liminal space it is like eating halal by the escalator by the way dictionary definition of like a capitalist hellscape it's so funny to me.
0: Like I I don't know how There's always a line of people Um Waiting for the stupid ass Giant lamb gyro
1: tower Oh But that's closed no? I no, thought they open. closed it. It's open. <gasps> they opened it again? It's open. Do they put, like, more protective railings?
0: <laughs> I, could, I didn't pay attention, but, like, a lot of people have killed themselves off of
1: it. Well, yeah, they shut it down in, for a, a time. That also reminds me, too, of the, the path terminal, like, that Calatrava building mm, around, like, mm-hmm. World Trade, where it's, like, when you first went in, like, the architecture of that building, I will say also, to it's me nice. at least, is so beautiful. Yeah. And they put those, like, like, plexiglass, like, rails up so you can't even approach, like, the absolute, like edge of that balcony thing like you're like kept back from it because yes. they were like i don't know if anyone like threw themselves off of it it's like a two-story drop well, it's like the
0: library at nyu like they put a net oh, down those yeah. kids kept killing ke- killing themselves in yeah
1: i mean that's not funny sorry i'm not laughing
0: but, but I, i'm like laughing at like the fucking like absurdity of this yeah. like the issue clearly is like the level of student like especially like financial and academic stress a person a student at nyu is under
1: yeah like a regular, day isn't going to fix that. Yeah.
0: It's like a little band-aid.
1: Yeah. It's but, really... Um, we misery... <laughs> we've reached a point, I think, of like a terminal irony wherein like the thing, like the system itself is like parodying itself but, unconsciously, like through things yeah. like that... Protective railing through a net, like the nets at like the Foxconn factories that yeah, produce like a, Apple products. Like, before it's, they,
0: that or that like Zen booth and Amazon. Yes. Who thought of that? Real question. Like, I mean, they told me, they told you who thought of that in the article. Some dumb bitch who like studied, I don't even care. Um, but
1: Behavioral psychology or something? Yeah,
0: I'm like, the fact that this exists, like, I'm sorry, but like, is Amazon's PR team so Amazon pilled? that they couldn't, like, step outside of themselves for a moment and be like, this is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> this is the worst
1: shit ever. They're, like, get in the suicide box. Yeah. Well, you know what? It, it also <laughs> reminds me. The fucking me. Doctor Who TARDIS of death <laughs> and misery, like. It's a much softer version, actually, of the the cage patent. Do you remember when they patented that design where <laughs> workers were, like, caged in a box? And it's, like, oh, that's yes. how they, like, operated yes. everything. Yes. Yeah or the um Amazon also famously has like so many patents that they'll never use they just want to own the IP which is like another thing entirely but like the fact that someone had that idea at Amazon and was like we still like scrambling and like like, 10 layers of like people
0: at Amazon were like that's a great idea
1: let's do it yeah it is the softer version of
0: you know that scene in Blade Runner no sorry it's not Blade Runner what happens? It's the Soylent Green movie.
1: Mm. No, it's
0: not. Yes, it is. It's the Soylent Green movie. They no. What is it called? They live it's Soylent. No, oh, no, Soylent. Not They live Soylent. Soylent. Yeah, they eat Soylent. Um, it's funny that Soylent, the like the nutritional stupid ass tech supplement, tech Pro supplement, was named after Soylent Green, which is like in this like dystopian sci fi film from like the eighties. Yeah. Um, this, like, wafer they have it on thing. VHS. Yeah, yes, we when do. This, and we watched it on VHS, and it looked really good on VHS. It's, it's like this, like, wafer thing that people eat that's kind of like that elf bread from Lord of the Rings that gives you, like, a ton of energy. It's, like, yeah. the only food they have because it's, like, a dystopian society made up of serfs who own nothing and are dying. And hmm, it turns out... Sounds oddly familiar. Yep, sounds like us. We can get back to the renter problem later. But the whole thing with Soylent Green is at the end, they realize, spoiler alert, Soylent and Green is made of people. Yeah. It's made of, like, all the proletarians that just, like, get, like, put into the literal capitalist meat grinder and then turn into food for the rest of the proletariat, which is really funny because it's, like, totally what the left is doing to each other now, just tearing each other apart all the time. But, um, the... (laughs) Cancel culture. (laughs) I know.
1: Next week's episode. (laughs) Next week's episode.
0: (laughs) Tune in. But, um, this... Yeah, it's funny that Soylent is called that. What was I going to say right before that? Hmm. Oh, I got really into Soylent and Green. We're talking about Amazon it's a good movie. itself. Soylent cult. Oh, that's a that, that in and of itself, the fact that Soylent like became a tech thing and like.
1: Oh, it's yeah. They're, they're they parodying they're themselves. I'm like,
0: is this a joke?
1: Yeah, it. I feel like at on a very deep level, it is. I think it's like so self aware. But I mean, that's Dude, the thing too. Have you seen the interviews too? with the
0: guy that inter- that
1: invented Soylent? No. No self awareness. Oh well, okay. Like, no, but th- okay. That's what he literally what
0: says in the interview. He's like, I was eating a salad one day. And I looked at it and I was like, why am I still eating leaves? Haven't Mm. we moved past this? I'm like, it's literally like a leaf is probably the healthiest thing you could eat right now.
1: I mean, okay, my thing though is just like, I think that like, like the capitalists, like this person, like they themselves, like the system has gone so awry that they themselves can't ameliorate or like solve the contradictions of the system itself. And like that, I think that tension between the people who are, technically speaking, like, the people who yield the power within the system. Yeah. Like, like sort of coming to terms with that tension and, like, that in turn produces, like, this, like, insane oh parody of, like, life that we're seeing, like, rampantly across our culture.
0: On the small and large scale, like, on just on the scale of someone like Trump, let alone Reagan, getting elected... Yeah, versus Because Reagan, like, that was quite a precedent. Phenomenally, interestingly. Yeah, two he was terms. A good politician.
1: No one thought he would be elected for a second term, though.
0: I know. And he was, like, good at politicking. He His political, I uh, mean, his policy affects us to this day in a horrible way. And then we have someone like Trump, and the ramifications of a Trump presidency will have, like, long-lasting effects. I have no doubt about that. Yeah. It's, like, a... T- that's it, it's kind of fun though because like then now we can see what the u.s really is
1: he for me definitely is i think in the i think we'll come to see this like later on down the line is like a red herring he is symptomatic of a problem that i think like had pro like probably deleterious effects on the american political system but is not like right. the cause of that problem it's like the
0: white supremacy thing
1: and people keep pointing to this thing too where it's like oh just wait wait until you know they're trying to drum up hysteria like pro- proactively now like wait, wait for a- whoever comes after, after trump. trump who are the republicans
0: yeah. gonna find next yeah it's a bit like i mean he's like a white supremacy symptom symptomatic a president who's symptomatic like white supremacy and this like huge alienated white working class that can't identify with the left at all because the left is obsessed with being like woke and identitarian even though the whole fucking point of the left is to fucking transcend that and realize that we all have one fucking thing in common it's called class and But, like, the white working class, what, are they, what do they got? What are they going to do? Yeah. I don't mean all of the white working Mind you, a lot of the white working class is not pro-Trump. A startlingly large portion is. But here he is. And that's what the Republicans are like, really banking on. They're like, how long can we keep this, like, gigantic portion of voters from figuring out that being white won't save you? Exactly. Because I'm like, Amazon will exploit you just the same. Amazon will still put you in the suicide box. Yeah. But it's like...
1: Joe Biden will have favorable tax policies for the companies that are producing the most for the American, like... There was a headline. GDP.
0: Yes, to your point, there was a headline during... When, like, people really thought Bernie might make a comeback. There was a headline that was, like, uh, Biden in a press conference... In, like, a conference or something a dinner, I don't even care what, when he was campaigning, like, with a bunch of, like, fucking, like, billionaires was, like, nothing will change for you google it like it's I'm like speechless like I'm so sorry I told anyone to vote like we shouldn't be voting we should be like we should be rioting in the streets I would say Bader meinhof except if we learned anything from Bader meinhof the government will pretend to be Bader meinhof and make Bader meinhof look somehow worse than it already looked (laughs) What was the Symbianese Liberation Army doing?
1: Oh, yeah. they. I mean, they... That was my thing. They were kidnapping heiresses. They were, like, That's doing... That's what
0: bottom line mind They were, like, being, like, super targeted about their terror plots. Yeah. It's... I'm not endorsing terrorism, but I will say... Yeah. The number one endorser of terrorism is the U.S. government. And so, like... They're being super targeted. They were like, we're gonna kidnap a politician. We're gonna, like, bomb a bank. Yeah. And then... Or, like, sorry. Some bankers. And then, like the government, the German government was like, oh, um, that sucks. The left is going crazy with this terrorism thing. So then they pretended to be Bader Meinhof and started bombing, like, like civilian areas and, like, department stores and stuff like that. And yeah. And use that as a reason to, like, really, like...
1: Yeah. That
0: movie was sad.
1: We're being psyoped left and that, right. Like, and
0: <laughs> I don't think that, like... I don't know, like, the whole thing with violence is, like, I'm, like, how do you even... The thing is, I'm, like, yeah, like, peaceful protest doesn't work, but, like, with, like, physical violence, I'm, like, can we even affect the state apparatus with physical violence anymore?
1: No, definitely not. That's the not. Whole thing with gun
0: rights. I'm i like, mean, like, you think oh. gun's gonna protect you from the government and yeah. Goldman Sachs? I don't think so.
1: I'm also, like, why do we have, like, such a robust military infrastructure?
0: I know, I'm, like, even if you have an AR-15... With a magazine like the yeah. length of your leg, that's not gonna protect you from a drone.
1: Like, yeah, give up. And I think like to <laughs> Go the, on strike. the like American military industrial complex. I like don't want to use that term, but like that is operating on so many levels to some extent to like protect the capitalist ruling class because mm-hmm. on one hand it secures profitability in regions outside of the United States. Yes. But even domestically, it protects the ruling class. It does. From any form of resistance. I mean.
0: During the BLM protest, not the National Guard. Look at Portland. Exactly. Look, it literally exists like the police state exists to protect the ruling class. The police and the army protect private property, they protect people's right to wealth accumulation. They don't. That is it. They don't protect your life, they don't protect your freedom. Yeah, I was gonna
1: say, I was like, um, wait, I saw this like like should be like facebook posts somewhere and it was like it was like they're like f- protecting my freedom in like iraq like how did it get over there <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> i mean
0: my freedom's in iraq damn okay girl enjoy it
1: <laughs> yeah okay i'm like yeah pop off sis um but yeah there no, is it's... my
0: freedom my freedom is like frolicking out in like, on like the steeps of mongolia with like a fucking camel in the Gobi Desert, maybe. Like that's my my freedom. I can't find her.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's <gone>. <laughs> fleeting. Well, that's like the boatyard thing too, where my it's like my
0: freedoms with those iguanas in the Galapagos Islands. She's like on vacation.
1: <laughs> she's yeah. She's taking a long, long, long sabbatical. <laughs> so but I think again? like oh no, I'm just saying like there was something in America oh. where he's like if you have to constantly like. Like, prop up and reify the idea of freedom and constantly signal it everywhere, it doesn't exist.
0: I saw a similar meme about this, where it was like, if you, if the government of your country calls itself the Democratic Republic of, or the People's Party of, or, like, the something, you know? Yeah. If it has a name like that, you live in a dictatorship. I mean, Democratic Republic of the Congo, I'm like, okay. Congo gets to be its own state now its borders were basically decided by like some European colonialists from fucking Belgium the fucking Belgians who cut people's hands off they're harvesting rubber fast I'm like <laughs> if a person isn't harvesting rubber fast enough if a sorry it's getting dark if a five-year-old is not harvesting rubber fast enough how are you gonna make the five-year-old harvest rubber faster by cutting off her hand yeah could it be about inciting fear and cruelty and like seeing people as literally just like property or animals to be
1: punished well anyways i thought capitalism was all about innovation that
0: how innovative
1: is that how innovative and is it's like, regressive <laughs> <laughs> let's,
0: let's <say laughs> the yeah oh my God. the congolese art class we took i'm like those images burned into my mind harrowing also like how obsessed people how easy it is for like this is like totally like a sidetrack from the issue of like
1: american freedom freedom, <laughs> freedom and, in america
0: freedom as like a it's like disneyland it's a misnomer american freedom is like disneyland and like we simulate it yeah it's cool keep it's saying fine. it until it's true but it's never true but like how easy it is for people to like show like violence like images of violence against like marginalized bodies like people are like obsessed with like holocaust porn and like mm. all these images of lynchings
1: like native americans yeah. being and shit like that and i'm like or the people who get like obsessed with like um, like school shooters, yeah, like the school shooter fan girls. I'm like, what are the and gays and they's on Tumblr? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the true crime fandom, yeah, which famously shared guys back to like guys 2010s Tumblr throwback. If you were there, if we can just date ourselves right now, like give our assign a date to ourselves, I would date myself though. But um, the true crime fandom. Or the TC fandom shared a hashtag or two hashtag, a hashtag or two with the teacher crush community mm. TC community <clears throat> was what it was on tumblr and it was like all these people obsessed with like the columbine shooters and all these people who had crushes on their teachers just like stuck in the same hashtag because no one neither could decide in a different one so you get like columbine <clears throat> and be like my teacher looked me in the eye today and I, he smiled at me and I blushed. Oh and they'd
1: God. be like... Senpai. They'd
0: be like, I bought a trench coat. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's psycho. That
0: was an era. If, if you were on Tumblr in the 2010s, I think you deserve reparations.
1: Yeah, it was a <laughs> dark <laughs> Them time. Them being facetious. Um, I mean, I will argue that a lot of popular culture, meme culture specifically, to this day... Originates on Tumblr.
0: So many screenshots on or like Instagram art. Tumblr posts.
1: Yeah. I Reddit know. and
0: Tumblr, ironically. It's like an
1: araporus, you know?
0: Yes. Reddit and Tumblr have some of the best content, which is weird because they are like some of the, like, the least advertisable, least profitable yeah, artists I know. to become popular on. <clears throat> like, it's literally just like a. Like,
1: Tumblr, it's the public square. Yeah. Let's it's, call it what it is. It's a public square. Oh, ambulance.
0: I was talking to my colleagues. About Reddit, and they were all like super anti. They were like, "No, that's crazy. T- that's a crazy town of the internet."
1: I love Reddit. And I Reddit. was
0: like, I learned, I learned so much off of Reddit every day.
1: If someone wants to start a GDP Reddit, we will post actively there with reading oh recommendations. God. All the time. Gross domestic
0: podcast. <laughs> Jacobin Mag. My stepdad and I share a Jacobin Mag subscription, and he sent me this PDF they posted that was like the ABCs of socialism. That actually had really, like, a really good breakdown of, like, do the wealthy deserve to keep their wealth? No. <laughs> it was a trip. Shocking. But they broke it down so well, and I was like, you guys should just, like, release this. I tweeted it. But I was like, you guys should just, like, But the only one. It sucks, though, because all the good magazines on the mm-hmm. left are so not profitable in terms of yeah, revenue. Yeah, they're subscribe, yeah. Yeah,
1: which is cool. I've um, said this before,
0: but, like, <clears throat> if you, like, all the news sources, like, New York Times, paywall. New Yorker, paywall. New York Magazine, paywall. That's just the ones I guess I... Atlantic, paywall. Jacobin, paywall. Democracy yeah, um, now is free. It's a
1: dying art but form. Like, you
0: know what is free? You know what is always free? Fox News. Hmm,
1: interesting. New York
0: Post. Curious. All the right-wing ones are always free. They're, like, all free. So if you're, like, clicking through and clicking through and clicking through, you don't feel like these democrats want you to
1: yeah i'm also like has the new york times not figured out a way to sell our data like <laughs> why are you charging people to read the fucking a fucking cooking article dude like it's there's so question. much information you can learn from that plant a cookie in my browser when i open that cooking article from allison roman
0: and advertise some fucking
1: yeah smoked salmon butter to me sell me that's literally what i saw, I saw
0: a recipe a pot that was like salmon cooked and smoked salmon butter And I was like, on the homepage?
1: (laughs) (laughs) For real? Um, Also,
0: here's a hack, guys. If you ever hit a paywall, open up your browser settings, turn off JavaScript, refresh the page, the paywall will be gone, turn JavaScript back on, and as long as you don't click anything or refresh the page, you can read it.
1: Brilliant. I read the
0: the Washington Post. I'm like, yeah, I don't pay for this shit. Fuck you, Jeff Bezos.
1: Waypo. Um, we're coming at you with the life hacks, the five minute craft of the left. Any other fun hacks? Um, not really. A question.
0: Have you heard of the Bitcoin conference in Miami this past month that turned into a COVID super spreader event?
1: Um, i seen like a headline. My
0: f- favorite tech CEO,
1: Jeff Jack. Jack, Jack Dorsey.
0: <laughs> Jack Dorsey. Of Twitter. Was there, among others. And a ton of people got COVID. <laughs> awesome. And it was in Miami. And I'm like, Florida is literally like, has never, I don't know. I mean, I've.
1: Florida's like an autonomous zone.
0: <laughs> the Florida autonomous zone. They don't
1: even need to secede the from the union. They just like, yeah, the Florida, Ato- the FAS, free. the Florida <laughs> autonomous zone. They don't even need to like, secede from the union because they're already operating on a level outside of. <laughs> it's funny <laughs> any though, control. That it was
0: like that place, cause or sorry, that event, because I'm like, Art Basel happened, I mean, not Art Basel. There was like a Miami Art Week, basically, kind of, in Florida last year. And it. People came. There right. were a lot of people in Miami and it didn't turn into a super spreader event. Interesting. Tons of people. Tons of events, all outdoor. Hmm. And I think the difference was the demographic.
1: Yeah. Wealthy people.
0: Versus people who are like Silicon Valley, like...
1: Trading Bitcoin. Trading also wealthy, Bitcoin, probably, though. eating They're... GoPro
0: cubes, and sending beard shavings to Isalia mm-hmm. Bank so she can make them an amulet to protect them from
1: ISIS. Hot.
0: I don't think that the Silicon Valley bunch, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, are like the people who are gonna like get vaccinated...
1: Mm, I yeah. They s- have the I inside scoop.
0: Totally <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I totally
0: see why that was, like, the kicker. There's, like, this, like, weird trend. What I want to... Okay, what I want to bring. It's, like, a, the trend of wellness in tech. Yeah. Which kind of goes into the Amazon suicide box thing. People in tech are obsessed with wellness. Like, Jack Dorsey is their Gwyneth Paltrow.
1: Right, because He's they like, have well. any, like, material need met, so they can focus on... Sort of like these cerebral metaphysical engagements Precious. with their health.
0: I, I had this like. Oh!
1: oh I know! No! 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 What were you gonna say?
0: I had like a Jack Dorsey phase. Hmm. Because I was like, he's literally just like, he's like, Gwyneth Paltrow for like tech people, which is like being Joe Rogan for, you know, there's like there's like people within like demographics. You got yeah. the Gwyneth Paltrow for these like. Whole Foods Air One ladies, you got Joe Rogan for these gym guys, you got like Jack Dorsey for these tech guys. Word, yeah. And so, like. And Grimes, yeah. And Grimes.
1: She's in that
0: Definitely. And I'm like, wh- there was like a one point where he was like, not to like, upset, like, okay, Jack Dorsey's eating habits, those are his own problem. But I think right. it's really insane when someone mm-hmm. goes to, like, a month-long meditation thing and then, like, is, like, yeah, I eat, like, one meal a day and on the weekends I don't eat at all and, like, I take ice baths every morning and I sit in a super hot sauna and I'm, like, optimally <laughs> operating. It's very the, cool. Just, like, this, like, one of the most extreme iterations of wellness cultures. We ex- who do we, like, associate wellness with? Like, bourgeois wealthy white women, basically. Is like, who do you imagine at yoga when someone says, oh, Reiki healing. Right. But it's, like... One of the, like, the heaviest iterations of that is this, like, uber mask tech space.
1: Yeah. I learned something interesting today, too. I have two things to say about this. Um, one, I learned that Purple, if you know the mattress brand, mm-hmm. was started by these, like, silica, I think they're brothers, like, the Wright brothers of our times, um... Anyway, they started this like mattress brand called Purple, which has this like grid technology. All of their ads were like so like terrible. It was like Sasquatch themed. Like they're giving me Geico commercial energy, Came you know? Era Geico. Yeah, and then they wanted to pivot to like more. They basically wanted to appeal appeal to like affluent, upwardly not affluent, probably affluent and upwardly mobile like millennial women. Um, so they did a whole brand refresh and now they're like millennial, you know, they're like millennial DTC brand, which I think is interesting because their roots are in that very like tech bro, like
0: tech bro wellness. culture.
1: The second thing I'll say, which I think is interesting about like Silicon Valley is like fixation on wellness is like, and I was, I think I was telling one of my roommates this earlier today, but I was like, it's like so sick and sad that like, We are so, like, we probably will live longer than, like, any other people in, like, human history, but it's because we have, like, a diminishing population. We have a population that's not replenishing itself. We have, like, anti-immigration policies, so we're not going to, like, offset, um, Mm. like, a dying U.S. population with increased rates of immigration. So we keep... The existing labor force alive as long longer, as yeah, oh as long as possible.
0: Isn't dark. that dark?
1: I know we're gonna live, we're gonna be working until we're like 85. We're gonna be sitting on this podcast mic until we're like 85. <laughs>
0: oh, that isn't sitting on an Excel sheet until which I probably also will be doing. It yeah,
1: I'll probably doing that, I'll be doing that too and ubering <laughs> all of my side hustles. Oh. I'm a girl boss. How's it feel? Um, anyway, it's very dark, so there's definitely a sense of
0: of, of of hopelessness, dude. I like brushed upon this like as like a haha end bit in the like my like teenage girl misery TikTok, but I'm like like the normalization of adult misery, like work hard, play hard, like yeah, these years are your best years, like save for the future. I'm like literally, it's just like everyone's just like being. Amazon suicide box like you just gotta accept that you're gonna be miserable like it's literally so pervasive yeah like, like, it's like a, it's actually like also there's a pandemic of depression a pandemic of anxiety and I don't think it's like it, it's right. like
1: well also I mean that's one of the things I think the pandemic exposed to was like such extremely high rates of depression and suicide it exposed that and simultaneously produced higher rates yes. of all of those things um Which is, (laughs) it's like awesome for big pharma.
0: Yes, yes, just like the pandemic, great for Pfizer. Yeah, it's like a you can say all you want about like depression being a chemical imbalance or like you can turn mental illness and trauma into like a problem that happens because like some event in some person's childhood. But I'm like, when it's like most of the population.
1: I know dude that's you literally made me just think of something where we like we like really shun and disavow like scientific views of race um but openly accept like a scientific reduction of mental illness oh my god like we're like oh yeah like you just have a chemical imbalance in your brain like that's fine like here's a pill here's a pill as opposed to in the same, I'm not saying the two are the same thing, but as opposed to sort of taking a step back mm-hmm. and saying like, oh, wow, like your depression, your mental illness, your anxiety, your ADHD, etc, cetera, etc, cetera, are produced by the culture in which you live. That's like media saturated. Totally you can't focus on anything. You're overworked. You're underpaid. You're not eating properly. Like, I mean, it's much two easier two weeks off
0: a year if you work full time.
1: Yeah, that's and insane. Two
0: weeks off where you don't have to think about work the next morning. It's and I'm like, and that's if you're if you work full time. If you work part time, you're probably working two jobs. And yeah. Don't don't even know your schedule more than two weeks in advance. Precisely. Like, yeah, that's a fucking recipe for kill yourself.
1: So that's cool. Um, we're, we're not like, saying that
0: all, sorry, we're, we're not, not saying that all mental illness is caused by like societal problems. No. But a huge societal uptick <laughs> in the same set of <clears throat> mental illnesses tends to be indicative of a societal
1: problem. Yeah, as what was it, Durkheim, Anomie? emily durkheim yeah emily, emily. emile emile emile, <laughs> emile durkheim amelie my favorite amelie my favorite french philosopher um no um french french sociologist emile durkheim yes. had like the whole theory of the enemy about like social isolation blah 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 blah, blah. um we can get into that
0: yeah we need we have content for the next episode
1: word okay
0: the last thing i wanted to say is um
1: yeah closing thoughts closing thoughts the democrats
0: are the same as the republicans
1: and we'll leave it. It's less racist. At that.
0: Ciao. The Democrats, like, don't care what race
1: you are. They're gonna exploit you, anyways. Ciao, Bella. Bella, ciao.